Welcome to Dunking with the Dolphins, brought to you by the 1970 Club. This is Mark Usden, along with my co-host, Jossie Powell, Bryce Workman, and Rob McCray. Guys, how are we doing today? Good, good, good. good. All right, good. well, we're we're now at mid-season, or, or actually a little past mid-season, and, and well into the conference schedule. So I want to talk to you about, uh, uh, you fir- had your first homestand after uh, three three road games, which is an unusual way to start. You had a homestand last week against Queens and against uh, Kennesaw went one and one. I know you would have loved to gone two and oh, but let's talk about uh, uh, both games, guys. Uh, Queens, uh, I felt, and I don't know how you guys felt that for some reason we had one of those issues where came out sort of flat and uninspired and uh, uh, so many turnovers that I'm sure the coach was uh, just going nuts at halftime just on the turnovers protecting the ball. Uh, but then came out, as you have several home games, uh, you, you fought a double-digit deficit and came back and, and, and took control of the game and, and prevailed. Um, so tell me about, let's talk about the Queens game. Uh, Gee, uh, what were your thoughts about uh, uh, how the first half went and how you had to change gears into the second half? I feel like the way Queens came out, uh, we really was like messed up by their style of play. It was like a bunch of chaos in the first half and led to a bunch of turnovers. But ultimately, we weren't playing our style of basketball. We're sped up on offense and defense. So I feel like the second half, the adjustments we made was just to slow it down, play our pace, and just ultimately just be us. And I feel like we came out with the urge to play like we did in the first half, and we all just had our motors in the second half. And, Rob, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk to Bryce a little bit about this, but Bryce had a view, of course, uh, as he has for the last month and a half from the bench, and we'll talk about uh, Bryce's injury. But, Rob, what did you think about how that game went and with the, with the uh, change of uh, the game, how much that game changed from first half to second half? Um, just like you said, uh, their pace and how they play, like they play super fast. So, you know, it just caused a lot of chaos turnovers. And then we just came out slow. And, like, we have a habit of that. But luckily we came out second half and picked it up. And teams that play fast, um, how does that how does that bother you? And and should it bother you if if they're 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 trying to to really push the ball up the court? How do you, how how are you guys going to react to to that pace of play? Because you're going to see it from several teams in the league. Um, we, I mean, we're pretty used to it now. We play a lot of teams that play like that, so I feel like we good with adjusting to it. And uh, so you prevailed in that game. Um, Kennesaw, uh, once again, a, a probably a better team than Queens from from their their track record and and what they did last year and the guys they brought back, um, and you didn't have the trouble in the first half in terms of uh, you came out to play in the first half and actually led it the half. So, tell me about the Kennesaw game, how that unfolded in the second half, and what what you think uh, led to not being able to pull that game out at the end in the last couple of minutes. Uh, go ahead, G. We'll, we'll start with G. Yeah, I feel like the first half we came out strong. We started off the game good, had our defensive principles down and everything. And I feel like the second half we put like a collective like 15 minutes together. I feel like there was like a five-minute spurt where we just weren't ourselves and had some character like uncharacteristic turnovers and really just – like missed opportunities. I feel like we gave ourselves a chance at the end to win the game, and ultimately it just it slipped from us. But ultimately, like, Kennesaw is a good team, so respect them, kudos to them. But 
ultimately, I feel like we lost that ourselves and we just gave it to them, really. Rob, uh, tell me about the, the, the Kennesaw game. Uh, once again, both both uh, gentlemen, uh, Jossie had a beautiful, terrific game, both games this weekend, really playing well. Rob had uh, his usual consistent good games, both games, Queens and Kennesaw. But what ha- what do you think happened? Um, what Was it a crunch? Rob, was it a crunch time thing where at the end you were in position to win that game if you made a few more plays? And what do you think uh, happened to keep you from making those plays? Um, like you said, it was just missed opportunities. Like It was like the little things, like a box out. Like we we could have we had plenty of stops, but they just kept getting offensive rebounds. Right. Ranji uh, Gordon, their, one yeah. of their, their backup center, seemed to uh, be in the right place at the right time in the last couple of minutes and put yeah. a couple balls back. But overall, uh, as far as the psyche of the team coming out of coming off the floor at Kennesaw State, did you feel uh, was was it a positive um, experience that game where where you didn't feel just down, uh, but yet I know you want to win that game. Mm-hmm. How, how did you feel about coming off the court and how you would perform? Of course, you don't ever want to lose, so of course we were down. But at the end of the day, we felt like we put a solid thirty five minutes together, or maybe even more. It was like the small plays, little like box outs and like missed opportunities we had and basically we beat ourselves we feel like Kennesaw really didn't beat us they played a good game but I feel like we made mistakes to beat ourselves yeah um so let's talk about this road trip you guys are going up to Kentucky this week uh and have a game Thursday night at against Eastern Kentucky the preseason pick to win the league and and the first place team in the league five and oh at this point and then you travel over to Bellarmine <laughs> where Bryce and and uh and um, G have been before, unfortunately, lost the championship game there two years ago in, in uh, Freedom Hall in Louisville. Uh, but Eastern Kentucky, guys, we, we just uh, were, were discussing the teams that like to pick up the pace and make you play fast. And that's Eastern Kentucky, right, G? Yeah, definitely. Um, what is it? Is it just a, a situation where you want to control pace or or how do you how do you look at Eastern Kentucky and how you need to play them? Ultimately, just how we've been playing other teams is really focus on what we have to do, like play our style of defense and offense. But ultimately, they speed us up. They want to speed us up. Like we played them last year. All they do is press for 40 minutes. And like on offense, they just run and gun, really. So it's going to be an interesting game, definitely a fast-paced game. But just like the Queens game, we can't like make it a chaos game. We got to just be ourselves and ultimately be ready to play from the jump. Now, in in terms of uh, full court pressure, that's going to be a little that that's a new a new twist, right? Because mm-hmm. even the the Queens and uh, and Kennesaw like to play fast. They do not press forty minutes mm-hmm. full court. So you're going to face that. Is that uh, are you concerned about that? Have y'all been working on that at practice in terms of playing a, a full court pressing team? Uh, it's basically similar to we played FDU earlier in the year. They pressed the whole game, but ultimately it's different in conference. I feel like, but We've been practicing uh, press break and stuff, but ultimately, like I told you, we're just trying to be ourselves and just be ourselves to get the ball across court and play our brand of basketball. Now, uh, and then Bellarmine is going to be a totally different change of pace because mm-hmm. Bellarmine plays that old Princeton offense. They keep they keep uh, cutting to the basket. They, they'll shoot the three, open three, and, and that's going to be a slower game. So... At this point, you're focused, I assume, on EKU, and you'll mm-hmm. shift gears after that game and and really lock down to a new style against Bellarmine. Um, so, Rob, 
obviously ACC. You saw you saw the teams in that league for the last two years, and now you're uh, at, in the last two and a half three weeks. You've been focused on teams in the uh, Atlantic Sun. What what have you observed about the teams in the Atlantic Sun, and and uh, what what's your overall impression of the Atlantic Sun at this point? Um, <clears throat> I mean that's a good league. Like college basketball is college basketball, so right. It's gonna be it's players everywhere. So um, the only difference I would say is just size. You know, ACC is a lot bigger. Yeah. So instead like, instead of the six ten, six eleven, seven foot guys, got a lot of six six, six seven, six eight guys. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And uh, tell me about uh, G. Tell me about the difference in conference play um, now that you're in it versus the preseason, the pre-conference uh, play. What what changes about the intensity of the game and and uh the way you have to approach games i feel like uh experience is huge i feel like these guys that we've been playing been in the league for so long so they approach the game like they know every conference game is important so i feel like like it's just the way you approach conference games everybody plays hard so it's the little details that we do as you see in kennesaw we just made small little slip-ups so I feel like just the way you approach it is hard. It's like every game is hard. Every team is coming with their A game, so you got to bring your A game. Okay. Uh, Bryce, well, we're, we're going to talk more about your situation uh, individually as we as we rock along. Uh, any any new any observations about the conference season from you as you've witnessed it? Unfortunately, the entire conference season so far you've witnessed from the bench. Um, you know, it's just uh. Looking from the bench, like, you know, obviously I could be out there, you know, trying to help. But at the end of the day, I feel like we still have enough power to beat every team in the league for real. It's just we got to clean up the little the little mess ups, the little opportunities that we don't get and that we need and the finishes we need. I, I feel like we just got to keep working at that. And we'll be fine. Okay. Well, guys, we're going to uh, shift gears a little bit now. We've talked about uh, the last few games and the next the road trip to come. I want to come back on segment two and talk more about uh, what this team needs to do as we finish up the season from an, uh, both a team concept and, a, and an individual concept for the three of you guys. So we'll come back with uh, segment two in just a little bit. Back with segment two, and I want to talk, guys, about uh, – this is the, uh, by the way, this is the uh, Dunking with the Dolphins show brought to you by the 1970 Club with Jossie Powell, Bryce Workman, and Rob McRae. Guys, um, I want to know, first of all, we've played uh, 19 games. What areas have you seen improvement from the beginning of the season to the current time uh, with regard to the team itself? Uh, Jossie, areas that you've improved in uh, since the season started? Team-wise or individual? Uh, team-wise. We're team going to talk team-wise, then we're going to go individual. Uh, team-wise, I feel like really just the will to want to play with, together. I feel like in the beginning we weren't as together as we should have been, but I feel like now at our like 19th, 20th game, I feel like we all have the same goal and ultimately just want to win games together and want everybody to succeed. Uh, Bryce, is that your, your observation? Have you seen some improvement in, in, in aspects of the team in that regard? <laughs> Yeah, kind of what G said, you know, just being able to play for the guy next to you, you know, just going out there, do your job, just ultimately win. Um, I feel like we've done a good job just, you know, 
kind of playing as family instead of like, you know, just playing as teammates. So I feel like that's something we did good. Rob, anything, anything beyond that? Uh, anything from a, a more of a pure basketball standpoint, rebounding better, sharing the ball better, anything, anything that you felt like has improved over where, where the team was when the season began? Um, I definitely would say like probably probably rebounding a little bit, okay. yeah. moving the ball better, um, and we also keeping our emotions better. Okay, good. good. That's a good point, and 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 one that I think is very important. Yeah. Um, the rebound. I remember a, a game where when I looked at the stats, you guys just it was all rebounding that you lost by. That was South Carolina State. Yeah. You guys played great in every way. And they just got about twenty five more rebounds than yeah, you did, exactly. and you can't overcome that. So, so that's that is an area where where you guys have improved. Um, let's talk about uh, what needs to be what what areas of the game do you think need to improve going down the stretch here in the last ten eleven games? Uh, I would say definitely how we close games. I feel like like we put our we give ourselves a chance to win every game, but I feel like it's like. A little slip ups at the end of the game, like for example, Queens. We won the game, but we almost gave it up. They came back. Uh, we'll be up by like eleven with a minute to go, and they came back. But same thing with Kennesaw. I give we give us a chance, like the last two minutes, we have a chance to win that game. We just give it up. And same thing with like Stetson and other games in the conference. We can't put a whole forty minutes together. So I feel like what we need to improve on is ultimately playing the full forty minutes, including the last couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob, same thing. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Just putting the whole whole game together, finishing the game. Uh, and then let's talk about individually, and we'll go around around the table. G, uh, I did think that uh, you've been play, really elevating your game the last few games, and sort of what we had expected going into the season. I know coming off the foot injury, the surgery, the summer that you had a slow a slow start and that you really didn't get much practice in. Even once the season started, you were just getting yourself together uh, physically. And uh, tell me about um, individually how you how you feel you've progressed over the course of this year. Just a testament to, like, staying the course and believing in the guys around me and the coaching staff, really, and the trust. I feel like <clears throat> even with my shooting struggles in the beginning of the year, I feel like all the guys on the team like trusted that I would eventually make shots and eventually be the player that I should be and just consistent. And the same thing with the coaches. like They kept telling me, like, keep shooting, like we believe in you. And ultimately, if you have the, tr- the trust from your coach and your teammates, then the ball is eventually going to fall. And ultimately, I kept my head up and kept grinding, kept working and believing the guy next to me. And I've just been playing well, playing better. Bryce, uh, your situation different than, than, than your teammates here. Uh, Unfortunately, even though they've both had some injury issues to deal with, you've had a, a mid-season injury where your season just got put on the shelf uh, when you broke your uh, hand against Central Florida back in early December. So tell me how you've been dealing with, uh, with the fact that you this was a big year for, me, for you. You had a terrific start to the year, and then injury put you on the shelf. What, tell me how you've been dealing with that. Um, it's been hard mentally, you know. And physically, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, I feel like it's a uh, a blessing in disguise. You know, I'm glad that actually happened so early in the season that I probably could still have a chance to play within like you know like a week and a half or two weeks. But um, 
you know, just being able to come in every day for real, just having a positive attitude, positive mindset, not being down, let other, let other, uh, other, uh, other guys see it, you know, just trying to be there for my teammates, even though I, I can't do as much as I want to, you know, still got to be there to motivate them, other things like that. But, and, um, and other than the hand, which I noticed is, is still got some swelling. Yeah. Um, other than the hand itself, uh, are you ready to go physically? If, uh, if that hand gets cleared, are you ready to go as far as your stamina and your been doing a little running? Uh, yeah, I've been doing a little bit of running, conditioning, like past two weeks. So yeah, yeah I just I just want to get back out there. Rob, um, let's talk about you now. Before we get into the details of you've had a, a great year, I think everyone <laughs> would agree with that. That's watched you throughout the year. Uh, one of the better guards in the. Uh, Atlantic Sun at this point in time. Um, talk about, I noticed um, the last two games, uh, you, you basically started at point guard. Uh, tell me about pl when you're the point guard and it's, it's G and, and, and Jerry is on the wings. How do, you, uh, how, do, how do you feel about those situations versus when you're in the game and Marcus is the point guard? Do you, do you do you enjoy playing the point, or would you rather be on, out on the wing, or or does it not matter to you? No, nah, it really doesn't matter to me. You know, I can play every position, so it's no different for real. And 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 in uh, high school, I understood you you did play some point guard. Yeah, I played point in guard high in high school. Um, talk about, and I found this to be interesting because in terms of your maturity as a player. Um, the Queens game, mm -hmm. if I recall correctly, you actually had got your third foul in the, in the, uh, first half. Yeah, yeah. And that's unusual because usually coach Mincy has been one of the traditional coaches. He takes guys out and doesn't pack when they get two fouls. He, they don't go back in. Yeah. The second. Is there, has there been some discussions with coach Mincy about your ability to realize that you're playing with two fouls and to continue to still get some time in the first half? Uh yeah, usually usually he wouldn't play me with two <laughs> fouls, but they put me in. They told me not to foul. <laughs> yes, but I got that third one. Had to sit down, so. and then did a great job in the second half. Yeah, when you guys made the run, mm -hmm. playing with three fouls, and didn't get your fourth until very late in the game, yeah, as I exactly. recall. So is that is that something you feel you can do that you're mature enough to know? I got two fouls. I've got a. I've got to be very careful, uh, particularly defensively. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, I got another interesting uh, question I want to ask you, and that is end of the game situation. Uh, this is the game against um, uh, Kennesaw, mm -hmm. and you got uh, Stefan Powell. Stefan Powell. Pain. Pain. Powell. <laughs> Stefan Payne. Stephon Payne tips the ball, guarding the guy trying to inbounds it, and the ball sort of just is free. Yeah. And uh, I did notice on tape, uh, Terrell Burton got a sort of brought you down with like a hook move. Do you yeah. Remember that? And you just stared at the referee, but didn't say anything. Good maturity. Yeah. But uh, clearly, that was one that you felt got got missed in that game. Uh, do, do you remember what he what he did? To no, you? I definitely watched that. Like, <laughs> the ball was right there. I was like. Yeah, that was the time. It, to, it was it was for, it was free for the getting, but you were you were on the ground at that point. So uh, uh, I guess a smart play by Burden because nobody could see it coming. 
so let's let's talk about uh, w- one other thing I want to talk about is the um, uh, G and personally as we talk individually. Uh, good thing is you're not wearing a mask today. Are you, are you going to need to wear a mask or is your nose okay? Oh no, it's definitely a little sore, but it's okay. okay. It's definitely good. And not fractured uh, in that in that right. uh, game in the in the in the. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's just a bloody nose, no fracture. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to see. We'll come back and, and talk some more about uh, some individual aspects of you guys that are not uh, necessarily basketball related or certainly not JU basketball related. We'll come back with segment three in just a little bit. Back with segment three of Dunking with the Dolphins with uh, Giassi Powell, Rice Workman, and Rob McCray. Uh, gentlemen, I, I want to talk about some things that uh, when you're your age in your early 20s, you may not have uh, given tremendous thought to, but I, I do want to sort of get a general idea of what you guys are thinking uh, following your JU basketball careers. Jossie, uh, you're in your, this is your fourth year of college, correct? Correct. And you have, uh, eligibility-wise, you have another year remaining, correct? Correct. And so after you finish your ba- your college basketball career, what would you like to do, and what do you feel uh, are going to be the backups to your what may be your original plan? I feel like my plan as of now is to finish off uh, college and get my degree ultimately. And if I do choose to take that fifth year, definitely get my master's in business and really just go over go overseas and play basketball. But to be honest, I don't know if I want to play basketball overseas for too long. And cause I'm a, I'm homesick. I like, I like Jacksonville. I like the city. You know, a lot of people don't, but I like the city and I, ultimately I like my family. So really want to come back to the city and uh, either be a coach in the city, a basketball coach in the city, or like start a, like open up a gym or really something to get the kids involved. Really. Okay. Now, now you're, you're, a, you're a homebody. You like being in your hometown and mm-hmm. your family's all here. You're from Jacksonville, but, uh, what about, uh, I, I know one of the things, you, you do want to travel. Uh, so you got two things you're interested in. I know you, mm-hmm. you like to tra- you'd like to do some international travel, right? For sure, I do. I actually have a plan after the season to go to Australia with Cy. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's your, one of your teammates who, mm-hmm. who is sitting out this year because he has a, a, a pretty serious heart problem that, that was uh, found out uh, this summer. Mm-hmm. So, so at least you, at least you, you might find some benefit if you were able to play a, abroad somewhere. For sure. Uh, now we'll, we'll we'll talk to Bryce and Bryce. Tell me, uh, I, this will be your last year. Yeah. Unless you're going to try to get a seventh year. No, no, no. Okay. No. Uh, so Bryce, this is your last year, and uh, I know your father played uh, ten years in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So you've got you've got a back. He knows what NBA basketball is all about. Um, what, uh, are your plans, uh, when you, when you, when you finish up this season, what are your plans moving forward, uh, in basketball and, and outside of basketball? Well, moving forward in basketball, you know, I'd obviously, I want to win championship, ASUN tournament, you know, just to, you know, everybody, everybody disrespecting us. I don't, I don't like to disrespect. I want to prove everybody wrong, you know? All right. Well, that, that's, but, um, that's this year. And, and I, we we sure hope your your determination in that regard yeah. turns um, out to be. But after successful. college, uh, I probably just want to go overseas because um, knowing my dad played in the NBA, you know, like it's 
it's political, you know, and sometimes it doesn't work out in your favor. So <laughs> learning from Kevion too, uh, he's told me some some things about it. So I probably just probably want to go overseas somewhere and play. Okay. But um, outside of basketball, you know, I probably just, I would, like G said, I probably want to either become a coach or work for like a sports agency or something like that, you know. Something just involving sports. I love being around sports all, all the time. So, okay, Rob, uh, really, really, your first year of uh, of playing college basketball, where you gotten tremendous playing time mm-hmm. at Wake Forest. Uh, one year red shirt, one year of getting limited playing time as a freshman. Uh, so, tell me about what your plans are moving forward uh, in the, for the rest of your JU career, and then what you want to do after that career is over? Um, I really don't know what I want to do <laughs> like after I graduate and stuff, but uh, like I definitely like want to go to the NBA. But, like, okay. Other than that, like I, be, I think about it all the time. Like, I really don't know because like, I don't want to be a coach. Right. So uh, I, I really don't know. So you're, fo- you're focused on, on developing your skills and hopefully playing professionally and preferably NBA. And yeah. would you consider G League? That's where Ke- uh, Kevion yeah. Nolan, that's been referenced by both G and uh, and Bryce, is is currently playing in 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 the G League, which is the the minor league of yeah. the of the NBA. Is yeah. that something? Uh, if if in fact you need to do that to to prove your your skill level, mm-hmm. to improve your skill level, and to prove that you can play at the NBA level, would you would you be willing to yeah, play I, G League? Yeah, I definitely do that. Okay. I got a lot of friends in the G League, right? And Kevion uh, Nolan, uh, as as you guys know, has uh, had a few good games lately and doing a doing a good job at that level. But I know he just got traded again. I know yeah. <laughs> he yeah. plays well for for three or four games, and then he gets traded from Portland to uh, where did he go? Memphis, Memphis. Memphis. Yeah. So anyway, guys, I appreciate all you, you guys showing up today for for our third uh, edition of uh, Dunking with the Dolphins and. Good luck on this uh, trip to Kentucky, and, uh, and and good luck for the rest of the season, and we'll see you next time. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you.